morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of the Undomesticated Woman Podcast. This is your hostess with the mostess, Tonye Barangataria, the self-care maven, helping women everywhere look better, feel better without the pressure of other people's expectations. My global sisters around the world, how are you today? So, now that we're done with the greetings, and yes, summertime is almost over, y'all. Kids have gone back to school or are on their way back to school. And we are getting ready to settle in and shift gears for the last quarter of the year. But I don't want you to get all down in the doldrums, ladies, because yes, summer vacation is still going on. And so I felt that today was the time to, as we wrap up the last of our summer vacations, a lot of us getting ready for a new season, literally, let's talk summer travel self-care. Now, you know, we're ramping up on our summer travel season and in some instances, um, you know, getting back down to earth with all of the shenanigans we have to contend with. But let's not forget about summer travel self-care. Now, you all know, as a self-care maven, I'm going to always contextualize every one of our discussions with self-care. Yes, indeed. This is one thing a lot of travelers take for granted and then wonder why they need a vacation from their vacation, right? Okay, here goes. Now, some people even feel flu-like depending on how long their flight was, et cetera, et cetera. And I always say the solution to all of those shenanigans where you feel pressed and stressed, even in the midst of a vacation, mm, I have a solution for that. I call it travel self-care and you do that every single time. And it's really not hard or too time consuming and it can make or break your overall travel experience in my estimation. Now, having just returned from my own vacation, I can attest to the fact that self-care is a real thing, even during vacation. Now, I remember when I was a kid, the one thing I promised myself after, you know, after a certain while, I said, when I grow up, I'm going to do this, 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 this. I'm not going to carry all these bags. I'm not going to be feeling mad and upset when we're traveling. And, you know, all these things used to run through my head. Why? Because there was always so much stress leading up to the vacation and even stress when you're packing up the vacation. And so by the time you arrive home, after this so-called vacation, you literally end up feeling like you need a vacation, right? So why self-care and why travel self-care? Well, in this day and age, one can't be too careful when it comes to ensuring that your overall health is where it needs to be. This is especially true when it comes to traveling to different places across the globe and even locally. Like, believe it or not, Traveling is stressful even when you're excited about it. And that is a truth. Not only is your adrenaline up as you anticipate your travel adventure, 
but the average person has probably worked doubly hard at work, picked up overtime, etc., to cover vacation expenses. Bottom line, most people are already feeling drained, stressed out and fatigued before they even go on that much needed vacation. And women, we know this, right? Because guess what? We're the default organizers for this vacation, right? So let's talk about a few consequences. Here we go. All right. Now that we've established why we need self-care before we head out on that vacation adventure, here's what happens if you don't. We've already listed a few, but I'm going to go there again. Every summer, thousands of travelers end up with some sort of illness ranging from a slight tummy bug to some serious conditions. I don't want to bog you down with statistics, but according to travelagents.com, stress causes 37% of travelers to either cancel or delay their vacations. That's a big number, y'all. Also, according to the CDC, the stresses of international travel can negatively impact both your mental and physical health. Needless to say, Self-care is a must when it comes to preparing for your next summer vacay. So let's get ready for summer travel the right way. So there are a number of things that should be on your pre-vacation checklist. And at the top is pre-travel self-care. Repeat after me, pre-travel self-care. Don't be one of those women who gets to the airport or on the road, totally stressed out and hangry. Not only, and I say, and I mean hang, hangry for real, for real. Not only does it ruin your vacation vibe, it leads to distractions on the road, potential accidents, fatigue, and more. And for those of you who are asking me what hangry means, hangry means you're hungry and angry. And the anger comes from the fact that you're hungry and now you're irritable. So hence hangry. So let's keep it moving, right? So instead of all of this, create a pre-travel checklist at least a week before you actually embark on your vacation, getaway, etc. Next, add your travel first aid kit. Include things like mosquito repellent, painkillers, aloe vera gel for that sunburn, Band-Aids, antibacterial cream, Benadryl, Pepto-Bismol, or any other anti-diarrheal. You know what I'm talking about. All of those things and make sure that they are TSA travel appropriate, right? So you don't want to get the super duper big sizes because you don't want to run into issues at the airport. So that's something to consider. Now, if you have a family of you know three or more you've got kids and all of that obviously you want to get a little creative with that and you want to create a little separate kit for every individual in the group so if you have a baby if you have you know young kids and things of that nature you're going to create a pre self-care kit for them and you're going to create a travel first aid kit for them and just put it in each of their checked luggage. So that's how you get around that. Okay. And then last, and one of the most important, take a few bags of detox tea and you'll thank me later. 
All right, now we're moving up to, you know, your 24-hour pre-travel self-care routine. And yes, that is a thing. I came up with that because I found over the years of travel that doing a pre-travel self-care routine, which also includes a pre-travel detox, goes a long way to helping me feel better and settled and really feeling, you know, energized and relaxed on my travel. So once you've pulled all these items together from your list, you know, it's time for your pre-travel self-care regime in fact, okay? So you'll need lots of water, face masks, zinc drops, magnesium drops, and fresh lemon juice, and of course, liquid chlorophyll. All of these agents help to detox the body and help you reset. So for those of you who are wondering what the zinc drops are for, those are that I say zinc drops. Some people use lozenges or they might use a tea that's got, you know, zinc infused in it with echinacea and vitamin C or um, things like the airborne. I like to take teas because I feel like my body really knows how to absorb that better. And usually it's relaxing and it you know has that calming overall calming effect as well so that's why i recommend that and if you go to the blog at freedom at the crossroads.com you will see my blog post with links for where you can get all of these little goodies for your self-care packet all right so make sure you do that so i'm gonna move along here um now you know Let's face it, you know, stress does a real number on your immune system. And once that's out of whack, everything else usually follows. So if you want to avoid getting sick and out of sorts on your vacation, boosting and fortifying your immune system is the way to go. So this starts with proper hydration at least 48 hours before you actually get on your way. Now, worst case scenario, 36 to even 24 hours will hugely impact your, you know, your level of um, stress and well-being. So even if you say, okay, I can't, Tonya, I can't do 48 hours. Okay. At the bare minimum, 24 hours. Why? Because you're giving your body, your internal parts, you know, a rest from um, having to work and process food and all of that. And then you're resetting, helping to reset your body as well. And you're trying, you know, you're getting set up too for, you know, being airborne, particularly this is, you know, super, super important. If you're traveling, you don't want to be bloated and, you know, having all that fluid retention. So the best thing you can do for yourself flush your body. For those of you who are sensitive, you know, have a tendency to have like um, sinus headaches or even migraines. And I do get those on occasion. I found that flushing and detoxing my body is the way to go and to actually have like a preemptive strike when it comes to, you know, feeling good and not, you know, being one of those people who has the unfortunate you know, um, fate of getting sick and out of sorts, you know, during a vacation. So let's go, let's move along here. Cause I want to get through all of these things because I think it's super important. Um, if you've gone on vacation, sorry, if you're getting ready to go on vacation still, 
these are good tips for you to have in your arsenal as you embark on your vacation, also known as self-care vacation, because that's what it is. Anybody who doesn't know or is in doubt, vacations are the best, one of the awesome ways, not the best, but it is an awesome way to decompress, to you know release all of that stress and reset your mind, body, and spirit and really get some work-life balance back into gear. So it's a good way to reset, reconnect with yourself, reconnect with family. It's an awesome time for that. So you want to have that time be dedicated fully to that rather than you recovering from some illness or mishap because you didn't practice appropriate self-care. You know, and so getting back to, you know, this whole self-care routine before you travel, I want to say again, you want to avoid things like processed sugars, baked goods, heavily salted snacks, artificial sweeteners, caffeine, and yes, energy drinks. You might be feeling tired, but don't fall for that temptation. That's a huge no-no because taking those energy drinks will really do a number on you and you will crash and you will be miserable. So trust me, I've done this and I have paid the cost as well. So word to the wise. Now you'll also want to avoid heavy meals, heavy cream sauces, fatty red meat, lunch meats, etc. Better yet, stick to leafy green salads, non-dairy smoothies. You know, you want to stick to super light things to consume that are easy for your body to process. Because during this time, you should be drinking a lot of water with lemon to help flush your system, de-bloat, and reset your body. Adding a few drops of chlorophyll with lemon juice helps alleviate the discomfort from bloat and helps detox the body as well. That's why I told you get those chlorophyll drops. By avoiding animal protein and dairy, you give your gut recovery time and allow your system to fully engage. Requires a lot of energy to fully break down animal protein and fats. I've said this before, so listen to my other episodes. Go to freedomatthecrossroads.com, read the blog post. I've got a number of posts which speak to this whole thing. So when you give your body a break, it's able to carry those natural detoxification processes that also help the body's immune system to rebound. So, you know, those are just a you quick and dirty. I know it seems a little long-winded, but trust me, these are things you want to do. Bottom line, you want to use and maximize your vacation time to do what you really set out to do and really utilize that vacation time appropriately to reconnect with self, to recalibrate yourself, mind, body, spirit, re-engage and nurture your relationships with yourself, with your loved ones, with community, whoever it is that you need to re-engage with. That's what you need to do. You need to separate, fully disengage from work mode, and you need to be in recovery, nurturing mode for you, yourself, and your body, as well as those who you've taken with you on that vacation. Or if you're going on vacation with yourself, you want to reestablish your own relationships with self. I don't know why people think that, you know, you need to have an, a, a, there needs to be a physical 
person for you to have a relationship with in order for you to have a relationship. Actually, you need to have a relationship with yourself as well. A lot of times people overwork themselves and refuse to do that whole vacation thing because they are in avoidance mode and don't want to address internal underlying issues that they need to address, okay? So we all know what the big C did to us these last couple of years. People were forced on lockdown to do what needed to be done. And some people reacted badly to it. Um, and some people, you know, use the time wisely. Some people, you know, really affected them from a mental health perspective. But I also believe too, a lot of what factored into that as well was some underlying issues that had been neglected, you know, as we, you know, push, 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 and, you know, do the daily grind of work and, you know, attending to bills and obligations and things of that nature. But when, you know, this global thing hit, we were all forced to stop abruptly and we were left with ourselves. And if leave you yourself are all out of sorts internally, you've got a lot of trauma and other emotional and, you know, issues that have not been addressed that you've been pushing under the carpet all this time. And then suddenly you're being forced to sit with yourself without any kind of, you know, person in an advisory mode or a therapist, that hit a lot of people in a very hard way. And it really affected a lot of people. There were a lot of um, rises, like I've uh, mentioned before in some earlier um, episodes of the blog and here on the podcast where I had talked about you know, the rise in violence against women, which by the way, we are in the latter stages of this, you know, evolution of this global thing, quote unquote. And the numbers still are high when it comes to um, violence against women, you know, partners, um, violating you know women there that they know um domestic issues child abuse um women being murdered you know trigger warning there but yes you know and we have some other issues going on suicide rates in young people it none of this has you know retarded at all none of this has gone down even this far in to quote unquote recovery from, you know, this pandemic. And so it's critical that you use your vacation time to address what needs to be addressed, whether that's something, you know, you need to go on a therapeutic retreat, you need, you know, to take some time with a therapist, if, and you have a staycation, Whatever that looks like for you, whatever that self-care vacation, quote unquote, self-care vacation looks like for you, you need to take that time and you need to use it effectively and appropriately. And the best way to do it is to start the right way, which means doing your pre-checklist, having a self-care regime in place for your vacation so that 
you can fully use all of that time the right way. None of it gets wasted with you being sick and out of sorts and unfocused and therefore disjointed and not able to connect and diffuse during your vacation time. That's why some people come back irritable, moody, and you're like, okay, weren't you on vacation? And the person's like, eh, eh, eh. That's why. Because they didn't use that vacation time appropriately. They didn't do a pre-check. They didn't get themselves started on the right path when it comes to vacation, which means going through this whole you know, it might seem marginal, it might seem something that's not necessary, but when you engage in self-care, even prior to the vacation, you get your mind in the right mode, you start detaching from work, you start rebuilding those boundaries, and you start checking out mentally from work, and you start engaging with self and really tuning in and honing into your self-care so that when you go on vacation, you're right in the zone. And then your body and your mind and spirit can just cruise along in that, really get into it, and really maximize the benefits of that downtime. And that's what you want to do. We don't get that a lot during the year. The average person does not get that kind of downtime several days in one go. A day off here, a day off there is not sufficient time to do the kind of deep recovery that we all need multiple times of the year, but the bare minimum is taking that vacation. So having said that, that's it. That's all I got for you from the self-care maven. Tune into the next episode. Make sure you click that notification button. Make sure you catch the next episode coming out. I know it's been a little bit, you know, here and there. We've got a lot going on and it's going to be so much fun as we gear up to go into the next quarter of the year. And so we're getting all those episodes, new episodes up and running so that when you get that notification and you will only get that notification if you are subscribed to my channel here and you hit that notification button, make sure you share on social and you will get a shout out from us from me in particular, Tonya Taria, the self-care maven on IG. So make sure when you mention me on Instagram, I will give you a shout out back and lots of thanks and support for the channel and for the podcast of The Undomesticated Woman. Stay undomesticated. Break the conditioning. Reclaim your fitness, your health, your power. Don't give your power away. Stop outsourcing your self-care. That's actually the topic for the next podcast episode here at The Undomesticated Woman. So till next time, goodbye, sisters, and rise, rise, rise.